There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey guys, Stacy and Hutch say too much. Hello, back with hello. you. Hey, um, two years we've been on the air, Stace. Can you believe it? You survived. I know, and wow. two years is what my original contract was for. So that means they signed me again. Oh, they I did. I think they did. I don't know. Are you sure? No, I don't know. I'm just not going to say anything and see how long I can stay. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they don't see this. So we'll go from there. And it's um, funny, so many things are still the same. <laughs> I'm sick again. Two yes. Years later. Yes. I had no voice two years ago when we did this. It's just no. Dumb. Yeah. And um, I'm still scared of you. You yeah, know, that's so. my favorite thing. I mean, oh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And we still don't know if we can rely on Moon. Right? Because he's supposed to be here how long ago? A while ago. Uh, a while ago. Six minutes oh. ago. So we're just um, going to wait. If he shows up, great. If he doesn't, well. we'll get him on another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to have Moon on the po- podcast. So we'll see if he shows up. But well, we still have I a lot. Finish my meat. <laughs> he, he texts me and goes, Well, I got something I'm doing till 6 30. I'm like, You're retired. Like, you have nothing to do. Like, what do you have? It's, it's the, well, it's Thursday night football, but I'm like, oh, is that what he's doing? Well, that it doesn't start for another like 30 minutes. So oh. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, let's welcome the man of the hour, Mr. Moon. Oh, Moon. Hey. Moon? Hey, everybody. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I wanted to sing a song for you real quick. Happy okay. anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. Oh, Moob. Oh, I fi- I fi- Moon. I fixed your name for you, Moon. It said Moob. Moob. Well, yeah. we call it Boon sometimes. Oh, did you? Yeah. Boon. How, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing really well. Uh, I have been very busy today, uh, eating Taco Bell and waiting <laughs> for Thursday night football. <laughs> Who, who's playing tonight? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I think it's Detroit. I'm not sure, but um, that's, it's, it's a big game. I know that. <laughs> did you, did you watch the Brady and Patriots game? Oh my God. Did I ever, yeah. I am God. such a Tom Brady fan. And here's the thing. Yeah. After the game, Tom Brady spoke, and he's such an eloquent speaker. He's very humble. Uh, so many people hate Tom Brady, and I know we've already lost Stacy in this conversation. But, uh, I'm thinking about things I'd like to buy at Target later. <laughs> now, let me tell you about the Tom Brady thing. I watched him on TV talking to Hannah Storm from the Twin Cities, and uh, you know they talked a little bit about his career and this and that. Well, later I went to bed. I had a dream that I was in a high-rise apartment building with Tom Brady and Giselle and their two kids. And we were just hanging out, having fun. And then eventually I said, I cannot wait to tell everybody that I spent the night with Giselle. (laughs) 
and I said it as a, as a, you know, we spent the night hanging out, not that I was sleeping with her. Right. Giselle got horribly upset with me and, Mm. and she threw me out of the place. Uh, and when I went to leave the place, of course, I'm normally in a wheelchair, but in my dream, I didn't have a wheelchair. So I was dragging myself on the ground <laughs> looking for help and nobody would help me. And that's the end of my Tom Brady story. Clearly, Stacy's making her list at Target. Yeah. What's on the list? What's on the list, Stace? What are you getting? Um, I'm going to get some press-on nails for little girls because I've got a friend <laughs> staying with me tomorrow night and she's bringing her daughter. So I got to figure out how to entertain her while we have cocktails. Move. Um, some ground beef or taco stuff because you mentioned Taco Bell and that sounds good. And, uh, uh, Moon, we gotta we gotta talk about you know the whole anniversary thing and got some questions for you behind the scenes stuff and then Stacey made a little cool video that we want you to see. But first, the retirement decision. Um, how did how did that come about? When did it come about? And how did you let Stacy know? And and how did you let the boss at the time know? Well, it was you know. As my health got worse, I was trying to figure out how long I was going to work. And my contract uh, was going to be up on December 31st of 2019. And uh, I thought that the company was going to renew me. And, uh, you know, we were doing really well in the ratings. And, you know, Stacy and I enjoyed each other. And there was no reason to make it stop. Um, but the boss wanted to know what my plans were. So he calls me into the office and he says, you know, what are you thinking? You know, your contract's almost up and, you know, we just wanted to know how long you wanted to keep going and stuff. And I said, I really want to work until my daughter graduates high school at Lakeville North. And um, so he said, well, when will that be? June? And I said, well, unless she's stupid, then she might have to go another year. <laughs> and, uh, Clearly she's not stupid. Yeah. Right? And so <laughs> anyway, uh, he said, well, you know something? You're never going to want to quit because you love this thing too much. And there's never going to be an easy time. What would you think about if we wrapped it up in October? And I wasn't ready for that. And I said, man, you know, that's coming up, you know, in a couple of months. Um, I said, I I don't know. Let me think about it. And I had had a doctor that had told me that I should have retired two years earlier because my health related issues. And so I said to him, you know something? Uh, I guess there isn't going to be an easy time to say goodbye. So I guess it's like a bad tooth. You got to yank it. Uh, we made plans. I went to Stacy and I told her, I said, look, you know, if I could work with you until I dropped, I would, but this thing's just getting too hard to fight. I have MS for those that don't know me. Cause a lot of people have no clue who you're talking to. Uh, for those Not really. people, we get texts all the time. We got one a month ago. It says, where's moon. We really <laughs> did. Like it's been two years, you know, Stacy, what was that? What was that? moment like when he came to you were you in the studio or were you was it on the phone or you know i don't i don't remember because he and i talked about it well before you talked with management about it um so i i really don't i don't remember but i know that i knew it was coming eventually just because 
you know, we had talked about your health and, and you had kind of clued me in on what that would be like for you. And, you know, I'd seen your, your, you know, mobile self, um, change. Decline. Decline. <laughs> yeah. And I knew how hard it was for you to, you know, come in every day and, um, but you just kept fighting through it because you just wanted to do it so bad. So I, you know, it was, it's hard. It was hard to see you like that, but you did it anyway. And, um, uh, I'm going to get for clipped, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. You know, Moon, did you know thing, that I, I guess the one thing, if I had to do, you know, the last day over again, when Stacy and I were wrapping it up and it was the last thing I was ever going to say on the air, Stacy told me she loved me like a brother <laughs> and I didn't want to lose it any worse than I was already losing it. I know. <laughs> and so I steered away from that and just went straight to, you know, bangs, our producer at the time. Uh, Cause I knew if I let Stacy say any more than she already did, I was just going to not be able to continue and wrap it up. And I had this big grandiose plan to play, you know, <laughs> Uh, baby shark and all that. I don't know if you guys ever heard the end of it. Yep. You did. I, I tried to have people leave with a laugh. Um, was and it was so weird. hard. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I said in an interview with somebody, I don't remember who I said, you know, taking away my microphone is like taking away one of Prince's guitars. It's my oxygen. The yeah. microphone keeps me alive. And when our owner of the company asked me, how are you doing? And I said, yeah, I'm doing good. And she goes, no, I mean, really, how are you doing? And I said, you know what? Uh, work is a great distraction. When I worked, I wasn't sick. I was moon, mm -hmm. right? I had four or five hours every day to not talk about blood draws and different kinds of medicines and all that other crap that goes with being sick. I worked on things like, you know, what smell are you smelling right now? And, <laughs> you know, all those uh, weirdo bits that we used to do. And, you know, the thing about radio that made me so happy was that you could dream and you could, you know, there was no limits to what you could do um, to have fun and to try and make people intrigued enough to think you were interesting enough to listen. And we had loyal fans. I mean, God, I still hear from them. Yeah. Um, I just put a post on Facebook about my sobriety <laughs> and going to alcohol and drug rehab. And I got like 350 likes on that thing. And I, one of the things I've always tried to do is whenever somebody wrote us, I always tried to respond, even if it was only a sentence or two. Mm -hmm. And uh, it got to the point at the end of, you know, our run together that we couldn't keep up. I mean, uh, I remember we had that hot mic feature and yeah, that, that. That, you still have that. That's yeah. really cool. By the way, if you guys haven't ever uh, tried that, the hot mic feature is a great way to get on the air. Hmm. And that's one of the things, uh, you know, every once in a while I even use it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was really, really hard to say goodbye, but guess what? Uh, two years later, I've had a lot more time with my family uh, you know, I've reconnected with friends that I didn't have time to really deal with. And um, my health has not been good and there's been a further decline. So uh, I'm trying to take all of my minutes and treat them 
as, um, you know, not my last minutes, but I, I want to effectively use the time I have to love people like crazy. And, and I love you guys, you know, to hand that microphone over to you, Hutch, you know, it was really hard, but I had great faith in you and I could tell it from day one when you told me about the guy that you grew up listening to. And I mm -hmm. knew that instantly you were going to, you know, mesh with Stacy. Stacy is so good to work with, you know, <laughs> she, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> yeah. There's somebody standing by with a, with a, a prod. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sorry. That was, I have a cough. Just, yeah. just off to the side. But you no, know, you, you, it's crazy though, because you, you, you talked about your last day and I was listening. Um, I think I was with you guys the day before your last yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Um, and cause you know, the boss at the time we had both agreed, you know, how, what, when should I be there? When should I come on the air? And we all had said, you know, moon's last day is moon's last day. And so I was, you know, laying in bed, listening on the app and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I just remember, you know, you always leading with, with the, the baby sharks on and wanting to lead or end with, with a laugh, you know? And so I was always wondering if there was a moment between you and Stacy that you guys were just by yourself at the end of the show, or if there was a moment that you two had that was just a final goodbye or anything like that. Yeah, I think the final three months, uh, we both knew <laughs> the end was coming. And so I think that for that last three months, it was just a, you know, love fest between the two of us. It was you really know. stressful. It was stressful for us too because there were so many changes and and we were both really sick too. We both had what I'm dealing with right now. I think I don't know. I we were both wondering now in hindsight if it was COVID, if we had COVID. Yeah. Well, I remember that I had a huge respiratory thing. Yeah. Right before we left, and I could not get it to go away. And then you you were actually in the hospital for a little bit, and you know. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. I remember, actually, I remember that because they had, we all had a conversation, I remember I had a conversation with the bosses at the time, and I think with Moon, and they were wondering if they were going to bring me in early. Yeah, I think there was a conversation because mm -hmm. Stacy wasn't in, Moon wasn't in, and it was just Bangs and Darren, I think, yeah. for yeah. two weeks. Yeah, and they're we like, well, out. do we bring, yeah, do we bring Hutch in early and get him? And there was a conversation, but I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad it happened the way that it did. Because um, um, I kept but, losing my voice, and so did so did Moon. Because Moon was out yeah. in the hospital, so it was like we didn't know what to do. And now so, I'm going through it again. <laughs> <laughs> so Moon, when it when it came to the next couple months and and, and forward, and, and I know you you listen to the show often. Um, was it weird to, to hear Hotch and Stacy and, and different imaging and and all that stuff? It was very different because you know it's like when you walk into a room and you turn the light switch on, right? You know where it is. But all of a sudden, you go through the door to turn the light switch on, and it's on a different wall, okay? <laughs> yeah. So uh, all of a sudden, I flip the radio on, and, you know, it's Stacy and Hutch. And then I'm thinking, oh, my God, what else did they change? And whatever it was, it's probably going to be an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy though? We 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 really didn't change much. 
You know, I mean, we once in a while, I think we did what smell are you smelling? Once, yeah, you know, I think we do uh, the the question. Ask us uh, what is it? The uh, ask us anything or ask us anything? Yeah, yeah ask us anything. Question. We still do. Yeah, Casey, of course. What's um, in your? We just did what's in your purse, and I just did what's in Hutch's pants. You know, I mean, so so it's it's really there's a ton of stuff that 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 started and originated with you guys that we just bring back because it's so damn good, you know, and it it lasts. So it's. It is, and it's a different vibe, but there's the origins of The Godfather still lingering, <laughs> you know, around that show because it is a show that was built, you know, by you two. And, you know, we talked to our boss, the, uh, our big, big boss the other day, and he, he mentioned, you know, KS95 was built on naps and donuts, you know, and then Moon and Stacy, you know, and so it's uh, it's it's a legendary station. And, and by God, it's the longest one you've ever been at, so... Yeah, and yours and mine is the longest relationship I've ever had with a man. The same, yeah. same with him. He, the longest he's had with you is with a woman. The love of you my know, life. The one, the one thing Stacy and I didn't have, which I probably should have considered, was a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bring it up now. We're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. The the question I get the most, which is funny, is is do you, do do you and Moon talk and you and Moon like each other? I feel like people think when one comes in, yeah. um, it has to be some sort of weird. Um, yeah. But but it but the way it happened with us, there was no replacement. You know, it wasn't like someone got fired and yeah. and another one took its place. And and the I think you and I both we all know the radio business. The way that this happened was the smoothest I think we've ever seen any transition happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, we talked a lot about how how can we do this to do the least amount of damage to the radio station, the show. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because if you try to replace somebody that's been on the air a long time, it's really usually not successful. If you're watching a television anchor... Uh, and then all of a sudden there's somebody else there after all those years, you know, it's really hard to make that work. What we tried to consider it as like a relay race when you pass the baton, right? A lot of times if the runners don't know each other and they haven't practiced a little bit, the baton gets dropped and you lose the race. Yeah. That was not the case with us. We knew who we were handing it off to. We knew how we were going to do it and when. We practiced it. We brought you on the show to make people okay with you before we ever started. Uh, we made people know that it was not awkward between you and I. And, you know, uh, it just really, you know, was one of those plans that worked after so many that we made did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's weird. You're right, though, because, you know, you we talked about this today on the air is the Conan O'Brien situation. You know, I mean, you look at what happened there and that was just a massive failure. And and all the other situations that had happened like that. And this had never happened on KS95 before the way that it did, because what, you were there 17 years, so there was really no replacement. And then you look at the morning show and how all of that happened, you know, before Crisco, Des, and Ryan. And it was just one after another, after another, after another. And you guys held steady. So this was pretty important for it to happen smoothly. Yeah, and I'm really glad the way it turned out for everybody. And, you know, that was one of the things that I had high hopes for, is, you know, after I left, that uh, we would continue, not necessarily so much the on-air stuff, because I knew people had to bond with you and kind of learn how to let me go. Uh, but what I wanted was personal 
relationships with you guys. And I still like the other night when I went to that uh, Hall of Fame thing. I mean, you know, Crisco called me on the way to the event and he told me, thank you for helping him get the job at KS95. Because Stacy and I went and met him at a steakhouse in Wyzetta. We both liked him, but we didn't need a producer. We already had one in Beaker, and he was the guy that helped us win the Marconi Award. I mean, so we didn't really need somebody, but that was brought up by our boss. And then Crisco at the last second uh, received an offer to stay at KDWB from Dave Ryan. And that was odd because Dave and I are friends. And, you know, once Crisco decided, I talked Crisco into joining us, uh, you know, hey, you know, hey, you don't have to be on in the morning uh, to have the biggest audience because there's so much competition in the morning that in the afternoon, you know, we're killing it. We have a bigger audience than any of the morning shows. All you have to do is read the numbers. And I proved that to Crisco. And he thought, well, maybe this wouldn't be so bad. And anyway, then Dave Ryan was furious at me. And I told him, I said, Dave, you can hate me for 30 days. Then you and I are going to have a cigar and the love's going to start to flow again. <laughs> and I just had him on my podcast, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. But um, and that was the thing. Ryan called me. Ryan said, thank you. I got messages from Des and, you know, from everybody. And, and it wasn't like I left KS95. Physically, I was no longer there. But emotionally, I felt supported. And I felt like, you know, people were still there for me. And that if I ever needed anything, I could make one phone call and it would happen. And that's where I worked. And that's why whenever I'm asked about the my employer, I have this love fest for the Hubbards. I mean, you know, when you run a company, especially in the radio business with that many dysfunctional people. It generally, there could be hard feelings on occasion mm -hmm. uh, when things happen. And, you know, not every single day that I worked there was completely flawless, but I couldn't have asked for a more hands-off approach to the way Stacy and I were allowed to work. Uh, we never got called in and they didn't tape us. I mean, I got in trouble way more than she did. As a matter of fact, I always tried to take the heat for anybody that was working on our show, uh, you know, just because I you knew got they away would... with so much, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So I, I haven't really left KS 95. I'm just not physically there anymore, but things like this keep me alive and, you know, being on the podcast, my own podcast, that kind of helps me to still have a voice. And I haven't lost my voice completely. I don't have the big monster microphone that you guys have. But, you know, it's still a lot of fun. And I just interviewed a dude that was 92 years old. Uh, and I asked him, uh, you know, the, you know, the 92-year-old guy that was at the Hall of Fame, of those years, what's the one thing that you could truly recall and it sticks right out. And he said, the day I interviewed Harry Truman, <laughs> right? This guy wow. was on the air in the 40s, and he's still on the air now. Wow. <laughs> it, it's crazy what people have been through. And, you know, you mentioned the Hall of Fame, and, and it was such, so cool being there. You know, myself, Stacy, Crisco, 
uh, Bangs and Grant, and and it was such a such a, a great time to see you and your family. Uh, we got some clips that Stacy put together. You want to see what we have for you? I would love to. They told me I get three minutes, so I'll get you out of here by midnight. Promise. Okay. In my 45 years on the air, I've done rock star interviews, presidential interviews, uh, actors. I've done 12,000 on-air shifts, over 100,000 live breaks, uh, hundreds of angry sponsors, uh, 41 hours of dead air, and four minutes of meaningful content. Okay? Uh, but I worked at several small market stations, got fired several times. Uh, my next and my biggest job came when I went to work for Hubbard Broadcasting at KS95 in the Twin Cities. Uh, I was at a rent-a-car counter in uh, Los Angeles at the airport. And I saw a guy and I thought, isn't that my old drinking buddy from my station in Nebraska? He said, you've gained some weight. <laughs> And I said, you've lost all your hair. <laughs> anyway, uh, he ended up offering me a job here to work with somebody that I'd never met. She's here tonight. Stacy, can you stand up? <laughs> Wherever you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> this woman. Uh, we had incre incredible chemistry together. It took us two days to take off. And we did stupid things on the air that were simple but they made the listeners feel smarter than they really were, right? We did smarter than Stacy, which was our biggest thing, biggest thing on the whole station. We set every ratings record, do you know this? For afternoon radio in this station's history, and I hope it'll never be beaten. Uh, we won a Marconi Award for you know large market show of the year. I had a goal when I got here, and that was to have 95 number one rating periods, and we did it. And that's amazing, right? Um, and you can still listen to some darn good radio in the afternoons on KS95. And Stacy is with her brand new partner and my replacement and my new friend, Hitch. Oh, Hutch. Hutch, damn it. I was close. And I want to thank all the people were, uh, you know, that helped my career possible. Number one, the listeners that put up with all my stuff for 45 years. Uh, number two, the dream team at Hubbard Radio. Uh, the family business that made me feel like I was actually part of their family. And uh, wow, I just couldn't have asked for a better group to work for. Thank you all for blessing me with this career and this honor tonight. Thanks. That was awesome. <laughs> Look at that moon. There you go, bud. <laughs> it was uh it was such a cool night and and of course you killed it with your speech, but um so Yeah, I I just want to say uh, you you could have been more gracious than you were for allowing me to do what I do and and your speech could have been more correct about that lady right there too, Aww. you know. Um <laughs> she, uh, as much as she has gone through in the past two years, and you know what it is, it's, uh, you know, that she, she has made the station. It, this, this is what it shows you, right? The ratings have continued to do what you did. So yeah. I guess you and I, you and I could have been, you know, horrible anybody, and they still, anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we could have been anybody and they still would have been number one. So, 
but yeah, it's you're right. It's a great station and it's a great place to work at. And so um, it really is an honor to to try to fill your shoes and um, and it's a lot of pressure. So and that oh, no. pressure never ever ever stops from day no, to day. So it doesn't. But well, you know, we wouldn't have it any other way, right? No, not at all. No, not. I at guess all. my my only word of advice is just have fun because listeners feel it. And if you're yeah. having a good time, you know, if you've ever walked into a marital argument, right, you can feel the ick in the air. Yeah. And if you walk into a party where people are laughing and having fun, you can feel that too. And that's, that's really what our rule was, you know, to just make people feel like they're having a good time. And if they are, we win. And you guys are doing it too. I listen now. I feel it. I hear, you know, when the, I hear laughter. I can feel that it's real. And I, I hear the listeners getting in on all your stuff. And it's, you know, this was a, this was meant to be you guys. And as much as I miss it, uh, I don't have to miss it completely. I still get to listen from home. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, if you get a caller that sounds like they're trying to do an impression, that's probably, <laughs> That's probably me. <laughs> you can call anytime. In fact, we call you when we need help. So, yeah. so Moon, thank you for joining us. I know you got to get to your football game. Yeah, um, and we definitely, we, listen, we, we've got tons of stories. We have to have Moon on again about his early radio days oh, because yeah. the stories, we have to do a prank Moon thing because Stacy's oh, got a ton on him. It's <laughs> literally, these stories could go on forever, but we got to go. But Moon, thank you. And of course, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have some more with you, bud. All right. Okay, you guys, love you. Love you. Thanks, Moon. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.